Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I'm your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope you are having a fantastic Friday wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. We got a lot to dive into, but right off the top, a lot of college football, a lot of NFL coming up this weekend, and I want you to raise a glass for Dixie Vodka. These guys are the ultimate in anti-cancel culture. If you think it's ridiculous that people who happen to have the word Dixie in their name are expected to drop that name because everybody's all triggered and everybody's all woke and everybody's all upset, these guys refuse to do it. Make you feel even better when you're drinking vodka, watching your favorite college football team or your favorite NFL team. And frankly, I need a lot of vodka in order to be able to watch my favorite college football and NFL teams. Raise a glass with Dixie Vodka today. Make sure that you do it. Go buy it. It's available in all of your favorite liquor stores and many of your favorite grocery stores depending on what part of the country you live in. Raise a glass for Dixie Vodka. Going to dive into a lot here. Uh, The collapse of the Titans in the final 20 minutes. Also, my NFL six-pack of picks. We're going to talk about the absurdity of this national testing obsession uh, in the world of COVID and as it is reflected in the world of sports. The Masters is underway College football cancellations and postponements continue to roll in. But right off the top here, really cool opportunity for tomorrow. Right now, FanDuel is doing something pretty awesome. They are doing a spread the love promotion. How does spread the love work? For every 250 people who bet on Vanderbilt to cover against Tennessee, they sorry, against Kentucky, they will move the line by one point. You get whatever the final number is. It started off at minus 17 and a half. It's uh, for Kentucky. It's all the way now uh, down to I think like 21 or whatever. Let's get this thing up to 30 or more. You get whatever the final number is. So you're getting potentially a two touchdown or more difference. $50 max bet open to everybody all over the country where sports gambling is legal. All you need to do to play is go to fanduel.com slash clay. That's fanduel.com slash clay. You can sign up right now in Pennsylvania, in New Jersey, in Illinois, in Indiana, in Iowa, in Michigan now, in Tennessee, in uh, Colorado, and in West Virginia. That's nine different states that you can sign up in. Eight of them you can bet this game alongside of me. Go ahead and get hooked up. How many points do you need to take Vanderbilt against Kentucky? Hopefully, we're going to end up with over 30 points. Two touchdown, better number than you can find out anywhere else. It hopefully will be $50 free in your pocket. Spread the love. It's available to everybody, but go sign up today at fanduel.com slash clay. All right. Congratulations to the Indianapolis Colts. You own my favorite franchise, the Tennessee Titans. You pay a mortgage on Nissan Stadium. I said last year, after the Titans lost at home again, that I was never going to go to another Colts-Titans game. And then my 10-year-old begged me to take him. And so I took him. And I saw the same thing that had happened 
different chapter, same book, over and over and over again. The Titans now are 4-19 and in their last 23 games against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, this has been an unmitigated disaster. I've been to all of these games in Nashville as a season ticket holder and I feel like Charlie Brown and Lucy is pulling away the football. Every year I come running up convinced this is the Titans' year to beat the Colts and they lose. The Titans never win the division. I want to congratulate the Indianapolis Colts on their AFC South title. They took it in the final 20 minutes of this game. I'm so frustrated on a lot of different levels on behalf of the Titans but let me start here. You made a FedEx driver your punter. A FedEx driver. You went and tried out everybody and you took a guy out of the FedEx driving ranks and you let him be your punter. And do you know what happened? He punted the ball 17 yards. 17 flipping yards to basically end the game. I could have kicked the ball in that scenario. 17 yards. I am not an NFL professional kicker. You auditioned all these different people and picked this ignoramus who was driving a FedEx truck to be your kicker in an NFL game and the guy bungled it. Go figure. This is idiocy of an epic level. I don't know what your punter should be doing before he shows up and plays on a Sunday but driving a FedEx truck isn't one of them. And if you were going to pick a FedEx driver how about you pick a FedEx driver who can kick the ball more than 17 yards? I am so fired up about this. This would be like me falling asleep on the radio live on the air. This would be like me dropping five consecutive F-bombs during the course of the radio program. This is unacceptable on every possible level. And the result is going to be and I swear to God I can't believe this the Titans are going to go 9-7 and seven despite starting 5-0 and oh for a fifth straight year. 9-7. and seven. You swung and missed on Vic Beasley. Three tackles you paid him almost $10 million you released him. Jadavion Clowney you gave him tons of money 12 or $13 million guaranteed between those two guys zero sacks. Your first round draft pick Isaiah Wilson still hasn't even dressed for a game and the entire league has had COVID off and on and you still haven't managed to be able to dress this dude because he's so worthless. Rarely if ever has a GM had a worse offseason than John Robinson had. An unmitigated disaster. 9-7. and Here we come all freaking over again. Do you know what? Nobody has ever gone nine and seven five straight years. Go ahead and pencil the Titans in. They're losing on Sunday next week. They're going to lose to the Ravens. Then they're going to go on the road and they're going to lose to the Colts and they're going to be sitting at six and five with the awful Cleveland Browns coming to town and everybody's going to talk about how it's a circle the wagons game. This is pathetic. This is what you get when you go out and you bring in a flipping FedEx truck driver to be your punter. I would personally guarantee that if you put me in an NFL game I could feel the punt and I could kick the ball more than 17 yards and I am out an NFL professional. Regardless, Phillip Rivers picked apart the Titans because the Titans could get no pressure on him because they have the worst group of pass rushers in the NFL. And then by the way the one time the Titans actually sacked Phillip Rivers the clock was running out and the dude who sacked him got up to celebrate. 
He didn't lay on him. He didn't stay there until the official came over and helped pull them apart. He immediately sprang up to celebrate, which allowed the Colts to get over the ball, ground it with one second to play, and get a field goal to end the half. Every freaking person with a functional brain, the only sack the Titans had the whole game, you couldn't have just laid there on top of them and taken an extra second to get off. Instead, you sprang up and started your sack dance instead of just saying there, allowing the time to continue to run. I can't handle stupidity in sports. Hiring a freaking FedEx truck driver to be your punter and expecting him to do a good job and he goes out and kicks a 17-yard punt. Go figure. Two years now. Two years now, the Titans can't make field goals. Nobody else is even close to as bad as the Titans when it comes to making field goals week after week after week. They played nine games. The kicker has missed eight field goals. Somebody tell me how that makes remote sense. Nine football games, eight missed field goal kicks. It's unbelievable. It's a disaster. Happened again last night. I'm fed up with the Titans. That's why I need to retire as a fan and just just become totally objective. I don't know if I can keep rooting for them. All they do is suck. Uh, The NFL six-pack of picks. Let me give you my NFL six-pack of picks. These have been on fire, by the way. These have been on absolute fire. Our college football picks have been a disaster. These have been great. I've got the Rams. I gave these out this morning on my OutKick radio show. I've got the Rams minus one and a half against the Seahawks. I've got the Bucks minus six at the Panthers. Buffalo and Arizona, the over 56 in that game. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. Ravens, Pats, the under 43 and a half. Dolphins, Chargers, over 48 and a half. I think we're going to see a lot of points scored in that game. And the Texans, plus three and a half at the Browns. Again, those are my six picks. I will tweet them out to you uh, beforehand, but you can go bet them right now at fanduel.com slash clay. By the way, I want to thank Dixie Vodka for helping get me through the football season because when you watch the teams that I have to watch and you root for the teams that I have to root for, you need as much vodka as you possibly can. Thanks to Dixie Vodka for taking care of me. All right. This is firing me up. The Stanford Cardinal, pretty smart school, pretty intelligent group. They just came out publicly and said that they actually had false positives and their quarterback and one of his wide receiver, among others, should have been able to play in their season opener against Oregon. They got it completely wrong. There are so many false positives right now in the world of sports and beyond that testing makes zero sense. Elon Musk just came out publicly and said he's had four COVID tests. Two were positive, two were negative. What's the actual result? Who knows? Why are you getting tested? Look deep within my eyes here. Just answer me this question. Corona bros, why are you getting tested? I have had the flu before. Chances are you have had the flu before too. How many times have you gone to the doctor and been tested for the flu? Zero is my answer. Zero is probably your answer too. When you have a fever and when you are sick, you get in bed, you cover your head with covers, and you wait until you get better. Hopefully you get a lot of sleep. Maybe you catch up on Netflix, Amazon Prime, whatever's on your DVR. I hope you get well, okay? I'm anti-people being sick. It's awful. I don't like it. I've got three kids. I'm anti-everybody being sick, all right? But when you have a virus, they can't do anything for you by and large if you have a virus. You just have to wait till you don't have the virus anymore and you get better. 
And this is a fundamental flaw that embracing this testing business has led us to. Why does it matter? If you feel fine, go about your day, go to work, live your life. If you feel sick, don't go to work. Stay home. Avoid circulating among other people. These are the rules that have been basic in place for decades. Why are we suddenly now testing for virus that you may or may not have that you have no idea you have? Why are we testing otherwise healthy people who are asymptomatic and would have no issues with it going forward? Again, if you are sick enough to go to the hospital, go to the hospital. But nobody, by and large, who is remotely healthy is having significant issues from COVID. The entire college community, athletes and otherwise, everybody is fine. Why are we obsessively testing people every single day when we can't even rely on the reliability of the test? The last thing I want to do is go get a test, find out I'm positive, and have to quarantine myself forever. If I feel fine, guess what I'm going to do? Live my life. I'm going to go to games. Been to four NFL games this year. Been to a college football game. I'm going to go to the movies. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to walk my kids to and from school in person, which is what they're doing. This entire test uh, obsession is unhealthy, unreliable, and patently absurd. It makes zero sense. Why are we testing otherwise healthy people, especially when we're giving results to them that if you use athletics as a proxy or you use Elon Musk as a proxy are often wrong? Look at Nick Saban. How many people don't get multiple tests and if they got back the Nick Saban result would quarantine themselves for two weeks along with their family? How many people who have never had COVID at all have quarantined themselves and not been able to go about their life because of flawed test results? The tests are not reliable. They aren't giving us worthy information. If you feel sick, stay home. If you are terrified of COVID, you never have to leave your house again until there's a vaccine, whenever that might be possible. But why should your fear restrict my movement? I'm ready and willing and able to get back 100% to my life. And if you aren't, that's your choice. But my body, my life, I should be able to make choices that are rational for me. And by the way, I'm not locking down ever again, period. So Joe Biden, you and all of your fear-porn-laden COVID advisors, you can try to implement a lockdown. It ain't working at this house. I am living my life. My family is living our life. I would encourage you to do the same. Make your own choices. If you are terrified, stay inside. You never have to go again. But your fear isn't making my life choices, period. End of story. Uh, The Masters are underway. Beautiful Augusta National right now. And they are absolutely tearing up the course everywhere. It's remarkable to see all the different success that everybody is having right now. As I am speaking to you at this exact moment, there are three golfers that have already posted their second round scores and are into the clubhouse. Abraham Answer, 9-under. Cameron Smith, 9-under. Justin Thomas, 9-under. Those are your three co-leaders. We'll see if anybody else can catch them throughout the course of the day. Like many of you, I have had the Masters on and will continue to have the Masters on 
among the notables that many of you would care about. Dustin Johnson, minus eight with one hole to play. Uh, Phil Mickelson finished at minus five. Brooks Kepka has finished at minus five. There are a lot of really good golfers. Tiger Woods is at minus five through two holes. This is going to be a lot of fun to watch as we come down the stretch run and see how everybody does uh, with this process. So, I appreciate all of you. I hope you are loving the Masters as much as I am. Finally, college football. We've got games canceled in the Pac-12. We've got games canceled in the Big Ten. We've got games rescheduled in the SEC. We have to stop this contact tracing madness. Contact tracing makes zero sense. You can be positive for the virus and have to sit out for fewer days than the people who are contact traced back to the positive. If you don't understand that, 10 days for a positive test, 14 days for contact tracing. Furthermore, you can have to sit out multiple 14-day periods in quarantine over a positive test exposure in theory even though, again, keep this in mind, even though there are almost no negative results from college-age kids, athletes, or otherwise testing positive for COVID. Almost no one, hundreds of thousands of college kids have tested positive. Almost none of them have been hospitalized. Literally a handful have been hospitalized. Virtually no one has died. And if anybody dies with COVID, it's because they have a substantial pre-existing health condition when it comes to young people. This is madness. This is absolute insanity. The fact that logic and basic rational thought are not governing and fear porn is, is the biggest failure in our country of public policy since all the way back to the Vietnam War. I am 41 years old. COVID is the worst public policy failure in terms of our fear porn that has ever existed in my life. We are allowing kids who have tremendous disadvantages in life, the poorest among them, to not be able to go to school in person for approaching a year now. That impact on their emotional and educational development is going to linger for the rest of their lives. The people who are struggling the most with COVID shutdowns and lockdowns are the poorest among us. If you truly care about equality, if you truly care about giving everyone an equal shot at success, the rich are the ones who aren't struggling at all from COVID lockdowns and shutdowns. The stock market is continuing to rise. If you can work remotely, you probably haven't even established any kind of significant financial hit to your overall life. But if you have to go out face-to-face and interact with the public, as many people who don't make a ton of money have to do, they are the ones bearing the brunt of the lockdown, of the shutdown, and their kids are the ones who can't go to school. They can't work because they got to stay home with their young kids. Their young kids don't have reliable Wi-Fi. They don't have laptops at home. As a kid who went to public school K-12, through I am fired up about this, the fact that almost no one is discussing it. Lockdowns and shutdowns only work in places like New Zealand and Australia that are effectively island countries or island continents. Look at Europe. All of the lockdowns, all of the shutdowns don't work. Unless you are going to lock people inside their houses like China did in a medieval fashion and have the troopers storming around outside to arrest or shoot anyone who leaves their homes, lockdowns don't work. We're not going to do that in America. It's a broken process in our social contract right now and it needs to be remedied. It's past time for reasonable reasonable Republicans, Democrats, independents, whatever your politics are, to take the politics out of COVID and get back to the reality of our life. Protect 
those who are most vulnerable inside of nursing homes. The average age of death from COVID is older than the average age of death in America in general. The vast majority of Americans are going to be fine. We have to stop this testing madness. We have to get back to normalcy in our lives. It's why I voted for Donald Trump. It's why I'm concerned that Joe Biden is going to ride into office and continue to be a COVID fear porn president making disastrous decisions for the large majority of people in our country. It's, a, it's an unmitigated failure. All right, I appreciate all of you. Go spread the love. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Again, FanDuel.com slash Clay. Get your wagers in on Vanderbilt to cover against Kentucky. Let's drive up this number as high as we possibly can. And I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Raise a glass with Dixie Vodka. Congrats to the Indianapolis Colts on their AFC South Championship. This has been Outkick the Show. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. And I'll be live on television, 5 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Central, 3 o'clock Mountain, 1 o'clock Pacific. Kisses for the haters. I couldn't have done it without you. I'm Clay Travis, and this has been Outkick the Show.